Wow, God is, God is so awesome. Um, man, I just feel so different. I don't know. The word is just so different because I feel, you know, so different. Um, our new sermon series. Man, help me, God. My favorite Bible story and why. So we get a chance to pick out something in the Bible and, and be able to uh, pontificate on it, which is, which is good. What I pick for us today is overcoming, you know, our limitations, overcoming our limitations. I feel it in the house. You have a feeling that you're limited, but God is limitless. Um, I got such a different spirit here, so I'm, I'm going to jump off right here because God always wrecks me. He, he just does. Um, Christian living should produce results. Follow the word of God and his instructions. Blessings will flow. However, sometimes when we don't see those results, we start doubting God. I got two quick examples for you and you'll see why my spirit is, is so different and and I'm coming for you today. Some of you may not know my father-in-law. He was really, he was really, really sick. He was in the hospital for 60 days. And to watch my baby who loves her daddy, all his daughters do, they really love their daddy, to watch what she went through. Uh, Delana, I pray, bruh, all the time. Read the Bible all the time. I mean, me and God, that's why I like to be by myself so I can talk to him whenever I want to and nobody won't ask me what's wrong with me. And I was talking to him and I would see my baby and, you know, she the last person I see at night and the first person I see in the morning. And when Dylan, when she hurt, I hurt. And after she would go to work early, you know, that's why we get up early, 6 o'clock, quarter to 6, she out the door. I would get on my knees, Dylan, house be dark, and man, I would go for it. Come on, God. But I wasn't seeing any result. But God says, don't give up. Stick to the plan. Understand, if you are consistent and without compromise, I will do what I said I would do. What God promises to do, Romans 4, 21, he's able to perform, but I wasn't seeing any results. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, boom, he turned the corner and now he's home. Wow. Stay with me now. Now, that just happened on Tuesday. But then in my flesh, after this great result from God, I went right back to wanting things my way. Spoil. You got to do, oh, nah, who else in here spoil? Don't raise your hand. I got to have things my way. Right after I got those perfect results from God. So after the nine o'clock service, I went in and, you know, I got arrested and, and he said, man, what are you talking about? You haven't seen results. 
And I'm in there talking, and this is what wrecked me. John, I love you and your family so much, man. You have no idea. But that don't mean we're not going to disagree. That means y'all ain't going to disagree with me. That means y'all might not say my vision is right or our vision is right or we going the wrong way. But our love should be what? Un. Oh, man. Un. Un. All right. We should have unconditional love. So here I am just thinking, looking up in the ceiling, you know, going over Michael Hurst, because, you know, Michael Hurst is Michael Hurst. Y'all will get that later. And I get a knock at the door. And it's John's daughter. And I'm wrecked. She opens up the door. And she looks at me. Could you take me to my mommy? At that moment, God said, what kind, this is result. All the stuff you do, all the things you do, this is the result. Unless we become like a little child. And at that moment, I melted because we held hands and I took her like, wow. Christian living, it does have results. If we stick to the plan, if we stay the course, and if we put our hand in God's unchanging hand, no matter how stuck up you are in your own annals of your mind, God will always show you that he is the way, the truth, and the life. So I ask myself, Mike, Mike, because you do know, I got to tell you this, you do know that you have a fleshly side and you do know you have a spiritual side. Now, I need a Bible reader now because in Romans 7, Paul says, every time I try to do good, evil is all around me. And he says, my members are fighting, they're warring, they're fighting and they're warring because your flesh wants one thing and your spirit wants something else. So how do you win? You got to have access to God. Ephesians 2a. Now, we can all come to the Father through the Holy Spirit he's given us because of what all he's done for us. Now, we can all come to the Father through access. So we have access to God through the anointing of the Holy Spirit, and it's given to everyone. And now once you have this access, then you should align yourselves with him. Acts 8.29. The Holy Spirit said to Philip, Philip, go run alongside of the carriage where the Ethiopian eunuch was, out for free. But the Ethiopian eunuch was reading the word of God. Look at verse 28. He was reading the book of Isaiah. So what am I telling you today? Align yourself with the word of God. If you never open the word of God, how are you going to get the Christian results that you want? You got to work out. But now if any of y'all go to work out, you got to know how to use the equipment. Come on, Brandon Joshua. I went to work out one time, you know, and I... I was seeing everybody. I went to get the machine. 
Then y'all gonna laugh. Then I put it on 20. I was like, uh-oh, maybe. Maybe I'm a legend in my own mind. Make I think I'm strong. So I put it on the littlest one. And, and I was looking around to see if anybody was looking. Because I was seeing how their muscles was popping out so I could see the results. And then finally, a guy walked to me. He said, hey, bro, man, you ain't got the pen in the right thing, man. So the reason, oh, y'all better stay with me. The reason you're not getting a result because you're not using the proper technique. Y'all missed that. The reason some of y'all are not getting the result from God you want because you're not using the proper technique. Can I tell you one technique? You know, I, I, I wish I, wait, 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 uh-oh. Can I tell you another technique? The Bible. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm just telling you this if you want to get the right result. You got to use the proper technique. Woo! And the reason y'all need to use the proper technique is because God wanted us to accomplish something. I'm going to go somewhere totally different. The axe was good, but I want to, I, and I went up in my office and, and got it, and I know it's right. Acts 27. And what really got me, right around verse 24, but, and, and then 44 was the end. But I'm such a nerd, when I read it, I wanted to do that Hope Elam, we gonna come home on broken pieces. See, yeah, yeah. Put down fry because I'm a Bible reader. I was like, well, broken pieces? Well, wait a minute, you was in a storm, Paul. And I was like, how did you know that you was going to make it out this storm? But then very quickly, I used the proper technique. I started reading the chapter. Y'all missed that. And I looked at verse 24, and it says that God told Paul, you have to go stand before Caesar in Rome. Then I did a little more digging, and it said Paul had to go to Rome because he had to preach to the Gentiles. That's why in Romans 1.16, he says, I, in Romans 1.16, he's in Rome now. He says, I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God to all those who believe, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. It's in there. Because I use the proper technique. So Paul knew he had to get to Rome. He had to accomplish what God wanted him to accomplish because he had aligned himself with God and because he has access to God, he said, we're not going to die in the storm. So the storm, they took off. And lo and behold, uh, stuff started going down. And the unsaved soldiers, it's, a, it's amazing what happens when you get scared. The unsaved want to be saved. It's amazing what happens when you want to get sick. The unsaved people want to be well. It's amazing what happened. Uh, come on, saints and sinners alike. When something happens bad in your life, the first thing you say is, help me. I'm going to let that marinate. So Paul, watch it. It's right there in Acts 27. I'm going to make you read it. I ain't going to tell you no more verses. You will read Acts 27. But it's in there, I promise you. He gave him communion. And once he gave him communion, 
that connected them to God. And once they got connected to God, y'all better stay with me, Hope Elam. They start throwing stuff overboard. My sister, would you tell them all what I'm saying is in there? I see you got your Bible. They, they, start, they start throwing stuff overboard. See, that's what happened when you get saved. You start throwing stuff overboard. Come on, no good friends, you throw them overboard. A no good relationship, you throw them overboard. A dead end job, you go get another job. A broke down car, if you align yourself with God, he will produce results so you can get a, a new car. You gotta, oh, who I'm talking to. Somebody gotta throw some stuff overboard today, it ain't no good for you. The reason you're not going the way you need to go, come on, you got some dead weight in your life. Ooh, Jesus. You got some dead weight in your life, and you need to get rid of it. For some of you, this was ringing at night, and it's going to ring here. And some of you are still living in yesterday. Stop living in yesterday and start living in the now. Start living in right now. Now faith is the substance of things hopeful. And he accomplished. So I don't know who I'm talking to, but I feel it. Oh, boy, the pain comes at 11. I feel it. Don't quit. I feel it. Don't give up. I feel it. Stay the course. I feel it. Stick with the plan. I feel it. Don't give up. I feel it. Don't throw in the towel. I feel it. Align yourself with God. And you will make it home even on broken pieces. I hope y'all get it. And before you get to the broken pieces, you got to throw some stuff overboard. Let's go to the text. Bam. Mm. Oh, man, the kebab of God is in this place. You can feel it. The kebab of God is in this place. You can feel it. Turn to your name and say, is it you? Jesus. Y'all get the kebab weighing on y'all so much y'all couldn't even turn to your neighbor. Can't you talk to your neighbor? Okay. Turn to your neighbor and say, is it you? (laughs) Boy, some of y'all recalcitrant as all get out. I bet you if Jesus told you, y'all still wouldn't do it. But that's okay. That's okay. Because some of y'all still looking at me like, I got to get by that part. I do. I do. I, I got to get by. I'm still looking, Jane Patton, I'm still looking for some results on that. I'm not getting the results that I'm looking for. Maybe I'm using the wrong technique. Oh, y'all will get that when y'all get home. Purpose of the conflict. Time is it? It says that they were the descendants of Joseph. The descendants of Joseph say, we so many people and we don't have enough land, Joshua, why not? Joshua replied, if there's so many of you and if the hill country of Ephraim, Ephraim fruitful, is not large enough for you to clear out the land for yourselves in the forest where the Perizzites, that's the neighborhood, and the Raphites, that's the giants. That's the limitation, the giants. And the giants, come on, read the text. The giants had iron chariots. You know, the giants was mean, they were big, they were powerful. 
and poor little Joseph's descendants, they were scared. They had fear. Even though the land was too small, they were scared to go to where God had for them. Come on, Hope Elam, if the Drake neighborhood is too small for us, ha, then maybe we should go out and clear out some more land. But the only way we can do that, we got to have access to Jesus. Oh, y'all going to get with me. The only way we do that, we got to align ourselves with God. The only way we can do that is we got to accomplish the assignment that God has given us with authority. And the only way you get authority, we got to permeate this atmosphere with praise. Come on, praise him in the sanctuary. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him for his excellent greatness. Praise him in the vermin of his power. Let everything that's living and moving and breathing give God praise. Hallelujah. 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 And when we permeate the atmosphere with praise, we'll know we're about to take something. We're about to possess something. And when we possess something, that's the conflict. So our possession has consequences. Look at here. I told you it was the descendants of Joseph. If you go to this Genesis 26, 14, the first person there is Isaac. Isaac is Joseph's grandfather. <clears throat> Isaac is Joseph's grandfather. Joseph's father is Jacob. Jacob's father is Abraham. Come on, in Galatians 3.20, I mean, Jacob's father is uh, uh, Abra Abraham, and Isaac is Abraham's son. All right, I got it right. See, that's what happened. If you see, you think I'm all that. See, even I'm fallible. Say amen. Y'all better start opening y'all Bibles, fact-checking me. See, y'all think I'm all that. See, I'm fallible. Say amen. But can I tell you something? Why follow? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Why follow? A fallible man when you can follow an infallible God. So I never want to be all that. I'm just as frail. I wish y'all had time. Y'all got a broken past. I wish I had time who's been fixed by God. And so that's how come I know I always give God the credit and not me. Because if it had not been for the Lord on my side when my mama died and when my daddy died and when oh my Jesus and when my brother died, if it had not been for the Lord, why would I follow somebody who can't give me what I need? I can't give you what you need the only person who can give you what you need. And his name is, and his name is, and his name is. Woo. Thank you. Thank you. So let's just get all that off the table. Why follow a fallible man? Why follow John? He's fallible. Why follow me? He's fallible. Fallible. Why follow your husband? He Why follow your wife? Oh, yeah, follow your wife. Yes, where's the camera? Yes, always follow your wife and do exactly what she says and let her know that you've been to husband's school and that I'll be home in about a half an hour or so and I'm going to do exactly what you say, honey.
<laughs> the peril of the crisis. Here we go. Here we go. Isaac was told to go find some water. And he went and he found a spring. And when he got there, some other people got there and they started arguing over it. And he called it Essex, which means arguing. They were arguing. Isaac had found some, the well, but then somebody else said that that was their well, so they started arguing. So Isaac says, because the Lord is on my side and because I have access to God and because I've aligned myself with God, guess what? I'm going to go dig another well. I'm going to find somewhere else to dig. And it says, come on, y'all better read right there. And he dug another well. But again, there was a dispute over it. There was oppositions over it. There was hostility over it. Now, he built the first well. They start arguing. He went somewhere else. He said, I'm going to keep digging. And when he started digging there, come on, they were hostile. So he said, well, guess what? I'm going to keep digging. See, that's what some of us need to do. If you're in your limitations, why don't you keep digging? Don't stop digging. Don't stop digging when haters come in your life. Don't stop digging when people start talking about you. Don't stop digging when things aren't going your way. Stick to the plan. Stay the course. And results will happen. Watch it. Power of Christ. Watch it. Isaac, abandon and he dug another well. Oh, keep digging. Come on, say it with me. Keep digging. Who want to dig with me today? Who want to dig with me today? This time, they watch it. Watch it. Watch it. When you align yourself with God and when you have access to him, guess what? This time, there was no dispute. This time, there was no opposition. This time, it was so much room and so much space to so much area to let Isaac prosper. So you know what? So when I read that, I just want you to know, come on, if your heart broke today, keep digging. If you confuse the day, keep digging. If you need more fallow ground, keep digging. Keep digging until you say, Lord, I'm going to keep digging until you bless me. Enlarge my territory. Give me increase. Give me addition. Give me multiplication. Keep, 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 keep digging. I remember it was a little 17-year-old young man full of himself, couldn't wait to go to the factory so he could get a car and an apartment and live the bachelor's life. But then he ran into something called a college education. And when I went to Michigan State, I just thought that they were supposed to hand me a degree because I was Michael Hurst. Y'all will get it later. <laughs> Little did I know I had to read. Little did I know I had to study. Little did I know it was more to college than the wreck, drinking, and girls. Now, John told me that. He told me. Because I asked John, John, what did you do in college? He said, basketball, girls, and drinking. No, he didn't. Oh, Tiffany, he didn't say that. I was, see, John, you see my husband's school kick in? My husband's school kicked in. It was says, where's Tiffany? Where's Tiffany? Bam. He didn't say that. See, but that's what people do. They'll make stuff up and blame, you'll, make, you'll do something and blame somebody else. But little did I know, halfway through when I came home in the wintertime and 
I got one of them letters that said, if you don't raise your grade point, we're going to take your scholarship away. It was at that moment I knew I had to keep digging. It was at that moment I knew I had to keep reading. It was at that moment I knew I had to be diligent. Some of you may be out there that you're in a situation that you don't know anything about. You might be here and you don't know nothing about this Jesus thing, but you're here and you want to know something about this Jesus thing, and you want to see results. Results might not happen right away, but what I can tell you, if you keep digging, if you keep digging, if you keep digging, results will happen. you got to keep digging until God gives you exactly what you need. Keep digging, Hope Elam. We got a long way to go. We saying we want to be a multicultural man. You don't know how much we got to dig. But let's keep digging. John, I'm going to keep digging with you, bro. I don't care. I don't care if we argue. I'm going to keep digging. I don't care if we have opposition. I'm going to keep digging. I don't care if, if we have humility. I'm going to keep digging until God takes us to that place where is room for black, where is room for white, where is room for brown, where is room for anybody who wants Jesus. If you're with me, say yeah. 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 My time is up. Thank you for yours. Amen. Hope you.